Welcome back for another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Find us on Facebook.com slash Podcast, Twitter.com slash Podcast, Patreon.com slash Podcast, Instagram at Go, iTunes at Podcast Go. Thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast. Go! To my left this evening, I have Mr. Steve. Make us whole again. Make us whole again. And across from me, Mr. Ralph. (laughs) 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 Wow. Mr. Mr. Gippy Ralph. (laughs) Isaac, he doesn't say anything. Things things I didn't need to know. Or here after <laughs> Ralphie Gimpface. This is, that's the sound he makes when he's like in sure, space. Sure, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's that great. Is, yep. that's <laughs> and to my right, Mr. Clark. <laughs> I'll be your host this evening. It's the only noise he makes whenever he stomps something. Very exaggerated stomping. What? No. All right, so tonight, this evening, we will be talking Dead Space. Brought Dead Space. to you by one of our Patreon donors, Eric Chavez. Eric Chavez. Eric Chavez. <laughs> <laughs> that was Eric. good. Eric. I like that. <laughs> thank you, Eric. Yeah, thank you, Eric. Thank you. Absolutely. Always love doing these episodes. Indeed. Love it. Well, if you want to, if you want to suggest your own episode, join us at Patreon.com/slash SuperFunPodcast. Patreon. Patreon. The Patreon. A little much. You're a little much. All right, guys, let's get into initial impressions. All right. Well, I never played Dead Space, and. This was always kind of on the list, so once Eric threw it in the mix, I was very happy. I didn't play Dead Space either when it came out. No? It came out in 08, and uh, it's sort of completely... I missed it. A little spacey. Am I a little spacey? Oh, oh. Oh, boo. You're you're a little... Boo. I don't know, for whatever reason, it didn't didn't appeal to me. Um, I actually... I had a copy of it in college, and a friend of mine played it more than I played it. I don't even remember. I think I I borrowed it, and I'm serious. I think I borrowed it from... uh, from a different friend like it wasn't my copy and then i gave it back and i had i hadn't played it but uh it was it was good to to finally see what it was all about i i was like aware of the game when it came out i just kind of skipped it i me personally like i really like horror games but i like to play horror games with another person i always think like the jump scares are better when you're with somebody i and, can like, see that and you know like so when i actually initially picked it up Harry and I played through it together. Me, what? what? You held oh, hands and well, played in the Oh, yeah, we did a lot of skipping around, too. Yeah, we oh, did. Yeah. Pre- pre-gaming skipping. Yes, <laughs> lots of skipping. Through fields. Oh, um, okay. But, yeah, like, uh, playing at Harry's house, surround sound, 
lights off. Like it was a fucking <laughs> dog really... penis is out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pants off, lights <laughs> out, yeah. pants off, dance off. Your, your Audi in his innie, and they all went together. <laughs> the jump adorable. scares were your parents. And they. <laughs> what a great friendship you two <laughs> I know. Yeah, we we're pretty deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ain't kidding. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> oh, they're stuck. Uh. It's cute. Go ahead and put your mouth on it. Steve Jesus. All right, so Relentless. yeah. <laughs> Relentless. Played through the game with Harry and uh I, I thought it was a great great time i i really enjoyed the game then it was cool to revisit again and uh i as soon as it came up i was like awesome uh another reason to play this cool so yeah as clark was saying we passed the sticks (laughs) (laughs) but i gotta say when we were going into this game i remembered i liked it but i couldn't remember much about it except like a couple just fleeting memories of it uh specifically some of the spacewalks when you're outside I don't know, some of the breaches in the ship. Oh, yeah. Kind of see, like, all, all the oh, yeah. space yep. shit out there. I kind of, re- like, vividly remember those scenes because I was just, like, amazed the first time. I was actually amazed going back and seeing some of those scenes again. There was, like, the space stuff, the monsters, my penis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get the monsters and penis confused sometimes. <laughs> all the gargantuan <laughs> things just yeah. in your face. It does have <laughs> a knife on the end. So. <laughs> <laughs> the giant tentacle. Yeah. Is that in the game or not? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. It spits it's in my face now. and then it cut me so bad. How? <laughs> 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 Why? Um, <laughs> it's all blurry now. <laughs> <laughs> Give me, slipped him the old Cosby <laughs> drink. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> going in and got, got my fish in his Put it, you're good. <laughs> I am not editing this episode <laughs> under any circumstances. Okay, Kami I. <laughs> um. Fuck, I don't... Uh, how- a drag tentacle's gonna get you. <laughs> yeah, I forgot all about the tentacle. Uh, like, yeah. when that popped up in this game. Thanks, uh, Harry. I thought I was important <laughs> in your life. Well, you didn't, I, you didn't see the hole? Like, this giant hole well, in I the did. hallway, like, foreshadowing? I, I thought was creatures gonna were gonna crawl out of those. I oh, forgot yeah. that there was, like, a I giant... That you call me drag on. I forgot it was my face. It just drag along my face. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Fun guys, <laughs> <I'm out>. bye, Steve. It <laughs> <laughs> checked. So yeah, it, it was nice revisiting this game. I think I beat it in three sit downs. So like, I think three to <laughs> took uh, four last sit. <laughs> <laughs> I had a poop. <laughs> Is that your unit of measure now? Your sit downs. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's get into game development. Game development. So, originally when they were developing this game, it was intended to be System Shock 3. I can see that. I don't know what the System Shock games are. I just wrote it down because I figure that's somewhat significant. They're, they're PC horror games. Um, okay. The first one was pretty well received, didn't have a lot of sales, and the sequel basically just was better in, in every way. Hmm. Um, System Shock, and, and we've talked about it a little bit with, with Bioshock, which was a spiritual successor to ah, System ah. Shock 2. Okay. So think of it that way, and... As we get into the gameplay with with this and some other things, like there's some Bioshocky elements in in Dead Space, I felt, but um, I can see that I can see that connection. Obviously, that's more first person, 
Yeah. Um, a lot more, a lot more RPG elements in your character. Mm-hmm. I can see it. One of their primary themes in this game that they wanted to integrate into like the system was the dismemberment. Yes. Like, not going like in a typical. So loosely, I want to call this a zombie survival game. Sure. Because they, yeah. they're kind of zombie. Like, we'll get into that. It's yeah. like a, a, a fringe type, but... But typically with zombie survival, you go for the head. They yeah. didn't want to go for that. They wanted to go for the dismemberment instead. So it become like a... Almost like a strategic system. Shoot them in the legs, slow them down. Yep. Shoot them in the arms so they can't have like a full attack on you or, or something like that. Pretty so that, that was like one of their big focal points for developing this game. It Pretty was something different from what was on the market. Now, this is really dark. I feel really bad for the studio that developed this. You, you know where I'm going. I know where you're going with this. To get realistic corpses in the game, they studied photos of crash victims and war scenes. Yep. Yeah. Extremely dark. That's yeah, super dark. I read that today and I was like, Jesus, like that that's fucked up. To yeah. have your people actually study that to develop it. It's like I understand if you really want to get realism to like a certain extent, but to put people through that personally that's a little much it, it, I, I agree so it was i watched like a little 20 minute documentary with like the lead the lead on the game mm-hmm. and actually they were all willing they all suggested that they were like let's really do this yes it, it was not him inflicting that and being like no look you guys are gonna go study this he was like hey anyone that is interested in doing this i would like you to to check this out. If you want to do that, that's fine. If not, we can go based off of the other people that go. And apparently it was the art team that came up with the idea to begin with. Look, I, I, I get it, but like you can tell. Like you can tell oh, yeah. no, that definitely. they had a great study and understanding of like body horror in this. Like that there was the the extra step in understanding the the mechanics that went into a corpse being reanimated by necromorphs or turning into necromorphs? Sure, yeah. I mean, between that and even just, like, picking up through, like, the... Um, we'll get in with gameplay, but, like, the telekinesis of picking up a body and just, like, the ragdoll kind of... Physics of a corpse? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean... kind of dark, yeah, like you were saying. Well, some of the some of the greatest special effects, like practical special effects artists in, in horror and stuff, most of them have either been to or helped, like, embalm a body. So they understand what a fucking human looks like on the inside. And you can tell in in their media that they do. Like, you can tell if someone's seen what a body looks like cut open or not. Like, in you know, it's it's whether you have that morbid interest to figure out what that actually looks like or not. You know, and and you can tell in this that, you know, they they nailed it. I, I personally think they fucking nailed it. So yeah, like I was saying, I, I watched this this kind of like uh you know twenty minute like little documentary like a dev diary type of thing, and um they had the the lead there I forget his name but he went on to they went on to make Sledgehammer after they did the first Dead Space so they did a bunch of Call of Duty games since then so the lead was talking about how the drag tentacles specifically almost completely halted development. Because they were they they had the new technology and they're trying to figure it out because this was relatively towards the beginning of the Xbox 360 era and they were trying to figure out like okay they didn't want it to be all one fluid motion of it grabbing 
and like just pulling you into the hole. They're yeah. like, we didn't want it to be an instant kill. We wanted it to be interactive. So the next step is like, okay, so do we have them lead into a cutscene? Well, Dead Space doesn't have any cutscenes. So they, they have cutscenes where it's very obvious, but they don't have any like mid mid roll cutscenes. Yeah. I mean there's there's one or two like scenes like the in between where you're walking like for the, the tentacles that you're talking when he grabs your leg and starts dragging you through a hallway. I mean, it's not really it's technically a cutscene. But no, that's none of that is actually cutscene. That's all in game engine. What I'm talking about a cutscene is actually where it like cuts away and it's playing a video for you oh yeah there's no, there's it, very few correct, of those correct. in dead space they're yeah. using it all in engine which means the the practicality and the physics all had to be there in engine the whole time yeah and they said once they got the drag tentacle down it actually changed all the shooting mechanics for the game it changed a ton of stuff just getting this one scene and that's why you see the drag tentacle three times three times? three or two four or, two yeah. or three times i think they were saying that, like, they had to take the whole idea and concept and break it down into every single layer. So, like, when they had him fall and lay down and try to aim, that was a completely different mechanic because they had always programmed from the waist up for the character. So they had yeah. to actually, like, completely redo the engine to incorporate him on his back shooting and stuff like that. And then you see that other places and things like that. It's really fucking interesting. It's amazing that they, they would go that far into detail for such a small, limited part of the game. They wanted to focus on this because they thought it would be an awesome horror moment yeah. in the game. And, uh, I mean, I think they nailed it personally. But, like, I, uh, it, it made me flinch. Like it was just like one of those like oh shit yep. like oh yeah. oh yeah and 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 the way that they designed it is because it's not a cutscene leading into it they had to be anywhere at any camera angle and the camera angle would react to what was happening it was fluid when it happened right which was more so I think I peed a little bit when that giant arm came out and just grabbed me by the leg so them nailing that actually changed a lot of aspects of the game and I huh. thought that was really interesting it took them they said a team of 15 to 20 people a month and a half to get the drag tentacle no shit. the physics of it down wow and once they had that down though it completely changed changed the game and they were like if we tackle all of the all of the technical issues that we have and all of the limitations that we have in the same way that we attacked this we'll get this game they ended up releasing the game two weeks early because they were down to c-class bugs by the time the game launched no that's shit. that's incredible like wow when we talk about like the bug riddled patched fucking games like this game was like damn near perfect when it fucking hit shelves, yeah. and it hit shelves two weeks early, which is like unfucking heard of. I think that is such an awesome thing to have under your belt as a developer. Well, it's like unheard of by this point. It right. just it's... makes me sad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is you just don't compare anything, and then you have no expectations. Well, no. I mean, it makes me sad because that the studio is basically defunct at this point. Right. Like, it's been yeah. pretty much absorbed by EA and turned into a sledgehammer. So sound was like an absolute focal point in this game they wanted yeah. to be able to scare people with just sound oh yeah and i'll go into that later they it used some very interesting tactics when it came to sound and some recordings that i heard the original sound and then distortion today i heard the differences and how they warped sounds to be what they were there's one in particular and i'll get into that in in the sound segment but that's a little, awesome. little teaser all right let's let's talk story story 
I have an overarching synopsis for the story itself. Tasked with locating and repairing the USG Ishimura, Isaac Clark and a team of engineers soon find the mining vessel is taken over by necromorphs. After working together to repair the ship through the text, audio, and video comms, we come to find out that this is the work of the Marker. The Marker is a holy symbol of the Unitology Church, that is a and the one that they are searching for is a copy of the original. Mm. The captain of the Ishimara is the man behind the big mystery, having made the primary objective of the ship's mission to retrieve the artifact and raise the dead. And along with raising the dead, it creates hallucinations for anyone in its grasp. Being helped by Dr. Kine, Isaac gets the red marker loaded into a shuttle, and then Daniels kills Kine and tries to steal the ship, revealing that she is a unitologist and a common psycho. As Isaac goes to drop the marker on the planet under them, Daniels meets him and reveals that his dead girlfriend was just a hallucination caused by the marker. You then fight the big bad necromorph daddy tentacle fight. <laughs> Isaac escapes and drops the Ishimara's payload onto the planet, destroying everything. And then in the escape vehicle as you're leaving in the ship, Isaac gets attacked by his ghost girlfriend, meaning that the hallucinations are still there or possibly permanent. Leading into the next game. I didn't play the game back in 2008. And I have to admit that I knew the twist before I started playing for for the session here. Um, so I, I just, it was kind of, I was curious to see how it was going to was gonna play out. And I actually thought it was going to be a lot more simple. That it was just going to be like, okay, at the end, Isaac finds out that she's, she's dead. I didn't realize that. Like when she showed up, I was like, uh, wait, what? Huh? I was kind of thrown. And then, because I, I just didn't get the whole, I didn't foresee that, I didn't foresee that it was about a, a hallucination. I just thought it was going to be that, oh, she was dead the whole time. Yeah. Like, and that, that, but that was it. I, so the, the spin on it, even though I knew the twist was coming, the spin still kind of, it was still interesting. You were still ex expecting her to be real to an extent, and then she wasn't real, and then at the very, <laughs> very end, Okay, she's real and on the ship with you, and God knows what happens. Well, I mean, even that, I thought that that was just kind of like a horror, a horror trope. That that's yeah, why it, there's like a jump scare happen. at the end, like that. So, so she's still a hallucination at the end, right? I know, but what I'm saying is, in the moment, I was like, oh, this. I thought this is just like. Well, I mean, that's how they end the game. That's it. I, I didn't know. Uh, it just she just shows up, and I'm like, oh, well, is she actually still dead? I've been apparently hallucinating this entire time. I thought that last scene was a little out of place for this game. I didn't feel like it actually fit with the the the, the vibe of the game up to that point. That that Agreed. was clearly okay. almost like a ghost story trope, and okay, this was yeah, more yeah, of like yeah. a survival horror game. Yeah, that it almost felt like that little add-in at the end was kind of like a quick grab at a jump scare so that. Didn't uh, not to cut you sure. off, but I it's almost like, at least for me personally, I expected more to the ending than just I get in the shuttle, there's Nicole screaming like a monster, and then that's it. I wanted more. I think the ending pushes home that even though the marker's been destroyed, that Isaac's still suffering from the hallucinations and is, like, infected by the the markers like it's not a curse but like it's like the disease but, uh, like what, the hallucinations when i was reading it causes two things it mm. does cause 
um, like mass hysteria slash hallucinations. Like that's yeah. Yeah. just for being in its presence. But like on it, on the surface of it was an alien virus that reanimates corpses and distorts them. So right. it was like twofold. And uh, I don't know, you throw a whole cult following into the mix and all this so insanity like ensues. You become a Scientologist and then Scientology enters you. Is that what I'm, what I'm getting? <laughs> no? Unitology? You, wow. uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Oh. Unitology. It was, oh. it was not, unitology. Not it was to unitology. be confused with Scientology. Wink, wink, now, here's, nudge, here, nudge, nudge, nudge. Oh, shit. My, my big gripe with the storyline overall is it's so dependent on Isaac always fixing these problems. Oh, that's true. Hey, it, it's and each segment is we need to fix this part of this ship. Yeah. Go fix the navigation. Go fix the engines. Go put Go fuel f- in the engines. <laughs> yeah, Go start the engines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just one thing after another, and you get, like, no assistance. Like, like true. to the point where it almost feels unrealistic. Like, you're always the driving force of the story. Well, like, they, mm. they, they... Yes, they, they lean really hard into the fact that he's the mechanical engineer that they're taking. So they're like, oh, like, you're the guy that's going to fix everything while we, like tactical like make sure everyone's like while we dawdle i'm just saying when it comes to games like this i like when i it doesn't mean anything to you but when the other characters contribute somehow right or like oh totally get that if like one's giving you backup fire like if you're running through a trench or something and they're picking off a couple for like like assisting and making them seem not useless Yeah, true. <laughs> not not fodder, just yeah, like yeah, to yeah. to tie in at the very end of the story. Like they're like they yeah, contribute the, like, somehow to push the plot forward. That's like, again where I I feel like like overall between the story itself and even now that you're saying about that, you know, there's so many characters that could have some sort of position in the storyline, and they're just like trickled in here and there. Oh, go do this. That's where someone comes in. Oh, um, I'm here, so come see me. Like, uh, there's the one instance where uh, Nicole's just there for a random thing. She walks through her door and then she walks out. Oh, great. That's the amount that her character actually gives to the story. You need more than just that. Now, here's an issue. Hold, hold on real, real quick. I, 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 The characters are shallow. That's the problem. Ah. All of the characters are pretty shallow. Uh, I mean, the driving force between Isaac is he's really there for his girlfriend and like their interactions are really shallow. Isaac doesn't really say much, if anything, in the I don't game. Think right? he has any dialogue? Uh, like for me, it's hard because I've I've played Dead Space two, and he talks in Dead Space two. So like some of that bleeds over because it literally picks up directly after that ending. So like some of his interactions with his girlfriend specifically. Because there's so much in the second one, and not you know you have more context yeah. than we do. Yeah, through video comms and stuff like that, the characters are really shallow. What I don't understand is like how like the general or like the captain of like their rescue mission sees one brute <laughs> and just can't do shit. Like can't even move out of the fucking way. The thing charges him from a th- across yeah. a thirty foot room. You can't move. He's just like ah. Dead. Oh, like, he gets fucked. Up. Yeah, he just gets Jeez. fucking obliterated. But like, that was my only gripe with the story. Is like, it's it's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now yeah. explain this to me. His girlfriend hallucination, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That's what that we're she's alive. Sure. Yes. Yes. 
So, remember that one mission where you have to guard her, her. from programming on the computer? Yes. What happened there? Yeah, I, I can't really explain that one. The only thing that I can think of is, like, in 2, there's a part where he kind of, like, projects Nicole onto a another living human. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's, like, he's talking to somebody, but he thinks it's her. So he could have been talking to another one of his crew members that was fixing the computer, and he just was hallucinating that it was Nicole. That's the only thing that I can really could push to make sense. And that's, again, that's that's me doing that. Yeah, it's okay. not the story. They don't give you a lot there to to make that connection. But, yeah, like, I, I think that's, like, a fault of the story is, like, really shallow characters. If you're not reading every single little piece of extra data that you can get, you miss things. Before we start on another topic with the story, I just wanted to say that I got hardcore, like, Event Horizon and and the thing and some aliens like vibes throughout the game like especially event horizon with you know coming to another ship and you don't really know what's going on and like the religious and just like the blood and like the whole like like a horror sci-fi kind of thing like i i was thinking event horizon like for for so much of that and the thing specifically when it, the design of the necromorphs is kind of it made me think of of that even though they're not really the same thing <laughs> they're not the same thing at all it's just like you know visually it kind of <laughs> kind of looked like that uh, for me. So uh, I forgot to throw this in the developer section, but the lead designer was saying they were heavily inspired by Resident Evil 4 for the over-the-shoulder action. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and some of the some of the use of the non, non-normal mechanics in that, like the dude with the bell, the blind enemy in Resident Evil 4 with the bell, where you have to move the bell and he, like, runs around with the claws. Anyway, and then it was... Uh, that Silent Hill for some of the body horror stuff. That makes sense. And well, he was saying that. Event Horizon was oh, yeah. was a huge, huge thing for them. You guys all seen that? Nope. It's been years. I just remember the ending really is fucking crazy. I think it's worth a watch. There's apparently a, like a different cut, like a director's cut. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. I thought there was one other thing I wanted to touch on the story. The segment when you board the other ship. Because most of this game is devoid of any human life. Everybody's, like, really dead at this point. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. But when you board that other ship, you're kind of running through a recently, like, just devastated crew. There's still people running and screaming and just getting oh, mauled. Yeah. Uh, there's that one guy who's getting hit by, like, the, the, the gravity floor where he's just, like, pressed up mm-hmm. against the ceiling and he's just, like, screaming and everything. Like, just seeing that scene, it's just like they were just hit and you're running through it. I, I like that. Yeah, I, it was I very that, chaotic. It was. it was like beautifully chaotic, <laughs> kinda. Still, no like interactions with characters. You don't really yeah, have any no. one-on-one interaction with a character like the entire game. It's There's, all through glass, or like they're just talking dialogue when you're stuck somewhere or it, there's no like mm-hmm. they say a few things and they yeah. die other yeah. than like Nicole. There's one NPC was which was the uh, like the crazy doctor. Basically, I forget his name, but he popped up like. Uh, L. Ron Hubbard? Sure. That, not too far off. Uh, like, he popped up two or three times throughout it. Like, where, I, like you were saying, like, through the glass. He's just there and he would have a small speech and then you would just fight monsters or whatnot. So, are we done with story? Do you want to talk about, I think here we should talk about scariest moment. Does anyone have a scariest moment? Personally, I think the ones that made me jump the most were 
when you're in the vacuums, there's like no sound, and those oh, things are yeah. jumping across the room. Oh yeah, in the yeah. anti gravity. And then you just see like a tail tails. on the screen, so, uh, like but the, it's in between you and and Isaac. Yeah, the one that does like <clears throat> the little scorpion tail yeah. coming at you. That was yeah. the one thing. Like, remember when I said I didn't remember a lot of points from playing? Mm-hmm. I did remember that, <laughs> where things would just come at you in the zero gravity yeah. areas. Just can't hear them. I think some of uh personal scariest moments were just anything that really came out of like the vents. You're just walking along like a a small, like very closed off room and then all of a sudden just something popped down that was just there to terrify you and it, it worked out pretty well. There was a couple of times sit there like, Oh fuck You know what's crazy? That's all on variables. Really? It's not scripted. So, no so like, sometimes you'll go through and there'll only be one enemy. Sometimes you'll go through and there'll be two enemies. I, I experienced that when I would reload a save. Huh. Yeah. Yep. So so the way they did it was they, they had essentially, it, this is like the, like the AI director, essentially, would sit there and be like, okay, so you're moving past a vent. Is one going to spawn in the vent next to you, the vent behind you, or the vent? Let's pretty much roll an, an, a numeral, and if it's within this range, you're getting one in front of you, behind you, or both. That's fucked up. It's really fucking crazy. Like I thought it was really cool the way that like that's sh- awesome. That's RNG, isn't it? Yeah, sort of. kind of. Yeah, yeah. Some places are guaranteed encounters, but you still don't know. It's always going to be randomized where you have that encounter in like a long hallway. Yeah. Like, oh, one could spawn all the way at the end and then one right behind you. So you deal with the one right behind you. You forget the one that was going long. So you turn around and it's right on you. Yep. Shit like that. Like, that's that's really fucking cool. For me, the two, like, not necessarily scary. I, I jumped quite a few times, like, playing originally with you, Harry. Mostly what you're saying and, like, the zero-G stuff, it was always, like, kind of terrifying. Zero G in space and water games for me, like when you're in a water level and you can't defend Uh, yourself in water, it always really, for some reason, freaks me the fuck out. But there were two, like, two instances where there was a human that was not a xenomorph that were just completely devastated. And that, like, actually, like, affected me a little bit, and I thought they were creepy. Huh. There's, like, one dude that's, like, standing there. You open a door, and he's just, like, standing there, and he's, like, smacking his head against the wall. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. And then there's that chick that's in the in the medical bay. Oh, that's the one. That's just sitting there crying over nothing on the, on the like, there's, like, a slumped-over body next yeah. to it. And she's just sitting there crying, and you can't really do anything with her, but she's, like, all fucked up in the face and stuff. You're like, God damn <laughs> like that th- those two moments were just like really like ooh. was she the one that her crazy. head explode like after like the end because i remember like towards the end there was there was a a woman like slumped up against the side of a table just like crying like outward and then she started laughing and then by the end of it like her her head just like no, no. This chick was literally she on, was sta- yeah she was standing and staring over just an empty blood covered medical table, oh, and she's shit. like standing there like just like going back and forth like nodding and like crying. That girl's head exploded because she shot herself in the head. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed that because I went down because she was screaming about something, and then there was a collectible, so I went down for the collectible. And by the time I came back, hey, just saying, it's no, like. No, no, I got- <laughs> 
I'm used to screaming by that point. I'm like, oh, look, something shiny. I'm going to go pick that up. And then by the time we came back, I just heard. Yeah, because I was on the ship that was recently in. Yeah. That crashed in. Yeah. Like towards the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I want to say that uh, I sort of got numb to the scares. Like at like at first, when you don't know what to expect in the game, like that's when it's really, really sort of terrifying. And then, you know, you know, okay, I got to go slow and something probably going to jump out of this vent and let me shoot this vent ahead of time just in case, which I did that a fair, fair bit of times. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, there's only one vent in this room. Bam, let me shoot it. Okay, no big deal. And I don't know if that helps deter them or not, but... Um, <laughs> I don't think it does. I don't think so well, either. <laughs> well, I, I didn't waste a just lot waste of ammo. Your ammo. I okay. didn't waste a lot of ammo, I'm just saying. The first the first time that um, those little guys came out of wherever, I don't remember the first time that they show up. I know Define that later... little guys. The ones with, like, the three... Yeah, they, like, yeah. They, like roll themselves around yep. on, the, on the ground, yep, yep. and then they climb up on you. Like, the first time that oh, I got... Oh, the ones that come from the pregnant? Right, but... It, you didn't you didn't see them until a couple a couple chapters later. Yeah, and then you fight them off and do whatever because by that point you know you have the the blaster rifle or whatever. But like the first time I saw them, they they like I tried to stomp them, oh. which was a mistake. And yeah. they they basically eviscerated me in like five seconds, and I was just like, oh my god, uh, like yeah, you're, <laughs> it just me- like bleh, melee gone. was not great. Well, well, stomp. We'll get in there. We're starting to transition. We are. We are getting bit. the game we, a little we bit. Could, we could move. Probably we could go. Was that your scary moment, though? Well, I, I had just the only other one is anytime I had to like defend or whatever. You know, like you have to, you have to like start a console. It's like uh, sequence activated, like decontamination or anything like that, and you just know that you're going to get hit with waves just of whatever pops up in your face. Like oh, oh fuck. Well, just the the anxiety of having to defend in this oh. game was really really potent. Not like some other yeah, games I, you. you you know, th- that's a very common trope in video games, but for this game, I felt like, okay, I have to defend, like, against a wave or yeah. or a couple of these different, you know, that was really fucking terrifying. Especially at the beginning. All right. What what, what were the things you used to level up? Power nodes. nodes. Ah, nodes. let's power node our way into, ga- uh, into gameplay. <laughs> you you want to try that again? Let's. Game. <laughs> <laughs> you have to use the node. Bury me with my money. Let's grab some nodes, hop in the store, and level up our way into gameplay. Oh, shit! Yikes. <laughs> gameplay. I already did the transition, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, so let's talk You're gameplay. You're a woman now, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> you have transitioned. <laughs> Transition the gameplay. I was like this. No, I'm like this. That's the real reason I cracked my rib. Make room for these breasts. <laughs> I was going to say, when, uh, did the, when did the tits get there? I was going to say, Harry, you are looking pretty supple right now. <laughs> you already got the hips. A little, a little, yep. a little uh, pop, swollen. pop, fizz, fizz. <laughs> He's got the tushy, too. I figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How deep does the, the joke tush. go? <laughs> oh, it goes pretty deep, Ralph. <laughs> yeah, about like uh, two knuckles there. It's just like, give me a slap on the ass. Two, oh, two he knuckles. just sucked it in. How once, many he's, once he's done, I'm going to make him my man wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, wow. Speaking of that, um, really just cap off this 27-year friendship. <laughs> oh, my Oh my God. Yeah, oh my, you my, just <laughs> strolled into this. It's like, uh, it's Backwards like... into my dick. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> just, just mushroom cap it right in. Oh, 
stuck. Why is it go? <laughs> Quit moving. Harry's like, oh. All right, let's talk gameplay. <laughs> let's game talk play. gay play. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask everyone's favorite weapon. What was your go-to? Oh, I liked the the cutter the most, obviously. The other the, ones, yeah, the plasma cutter. Yeah, the other ones yeah. are are okay, yeah. but like I upgraded that immediately. Like I used all my nodes, yeah, and became a glass cannon for a little bit until I beefed up my my uh, gotcha. hit points. I I I did do the same for the uh, plasma cannon first, and then it was um. Between the line cutter and the ripper, that was there was those were my two mains. I seldom use the cannon, but towards the end game, I found it very useful, and I was sad that I did not invest more into that. Yeah, I was mostly plasma cutter. I liked, the, I really liked the ripper, and just like, zzz, yeah, zzz, like that. That shit's really cool. But yeah, it's 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 mostly plasma cutter for me. If if you get really good with it and you put your nodes into it, you really don't need any other weapon. I put my nodes into it too. Yeah, to put my nuds. The uh, plasma rifle though was that the assault rifle? I yeah, used to, yeah that was bit. my yeah. go-to. I I I never got that. I didn't. I didn't. Oh. I only bought four weapons. I didn't, I didn't buy it. Fill up the slots. So did yeah. I. Uh, that's how I I cheese the game a little bit, and I'll, I'll explain why in a little bit. Hmm. The only time I would use that is if I was defending, and I knew there was going to be a lot of enemies. Yeah. I would do the the secondary fire where he spin where oh, it yeah. spins above you. Like that shit was awesome. Oh. Yeah. See, I I never bought that one. That was not one of my four. Yeah, it, you 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 essentially you take a knee and you put it above your head, and then it just shoots in a full three sixty around you. Huh. As the it's really cool fire. looking. It's it really a waste of fucking ammo. Oh my god! Yeah, it just it just dumps just pissing ammo. it down the drain. <laughs> and you guys use that through like the majority, like. For, when you could for like the first third, I only use the cutter and the assault rifle. Oh uh, no, 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 that's a lie. Let me get into my little, yeah, yeah. little yeah, yeah, yeah. cheese we'll, moment. We'll get there. So early on in the game, I bought three weapons. It was you start with the cutter, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you start with the plasma cutter. Yep. And the plasma rifle. I, I'm going to fuck up these names real bad. The plasma rifle is the thing we were just talking the, about. The, yes, the yeah. assault rifle, I guess. And then the, the line cutter, cutter. The, the shotgun. Cutter, yes. It's essentially a, the shotgun. Well, they, see, they referred uh, to the the, hit, the cutter as like a shotgun almost the way it fires. Well, yeah, the the, the, way, uh, the way that it yeah, fires. Yeah, the ripper. But, no, right. I didn't buy the Ripper or the oh. Flamethrower. Nope. I like. The, I really like the Ripper. But, okay, so the ammo drops on the line cutter, the really wide shot thing. Yeah. It sells for like 3000 a stack. Uh, I didn't use it for most of the game, but I sold all the ammo for it. Oh. I was buying between 15 and 18 nodes a chapter. Oh, wow. Jesus Because Christ. of just selling the ammo, I was fully leveled out by the end of the game. No shit. Damn. That's a lot mm. of nodes. Because I, I did, I well, I had um contact gun, so I had the contact ammo, so I would just sell them off, but I didn't buy that many nodes. Did you guys, like, actually yeah. buy I, the nodes? I, Other I, than Harry. Yeah, there, I think one chapter I actually bought 22 nodes. Yeah. That's, that's like 20, smorgasbord that of like, node. 22,000? I think it's more than... Oh. No. no, it's 10,000 10, per node. 200,000. How did you get that many credits uh, then? It was just insane, the ammo drop. Well, I only had the three guns. So ammo only drops for the guns you have... A, on your not, person. Yeah. On your... Yeah. Well, okay. you that's, can that's occasionally... So I didn't even yeah. fill up that fourth slot with a gun. So I was like 33% chance dropping ammo for that gun. So I was getting stacks like 
like crazy. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, it makes it makes sense. Like, huh? Wow. Okay. I was, mo- I was again mostly plasma cutter, so like that's where all of my like money and investment in any sort of ammo yeah. went. I do like the RPG element, leveling up mm-hmm. shit, improving your equipment, improving your guns, your telepathy power. Oh yeah. Capacity. Mm-hmm. I like I like that in shooters. Like I feel like more shooters. Well, maybe I don't know, but I, I like that element in some shooter games. So, well, they give you more options than just your guns too. You could do like your equipment. You can do your armor, which was like your air and your health points, and then you can do like your stasis and your kinesis, like guns and whatnot. So it wasn't just what you were actually using weapon wise. Did you guys use the kinesis as as like uh, a weapon? Oh yeah. I, I I did I, it all the time. It about was, halfway through is when I realized that I could actually like pull it in and then like fire like the little um like the the flammable canisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I I would always like I'd sit there with the plasma cutter. I would try to get an arm and then maneuver around, grab the arm with the kinesis and fire it at him and just stab him right in the middle, and they'd always die. Yeah, it's a very easy way to cheese enemies in that game. Is if you hit them with their own body part, they usually die. I hadn't tried that. Yeah, oh, it's, I, it's a lot of fun. Like like fun with kinesis. Yeah, <laughs> started picking up fun everything I could. It's just like oh look at a random thing that you can't break open anything else. Like one of the giant chest things, and then you pick it up, and then just like I never realized until you actually could like fire it. Like mm-hmm. you're shooting a gun, right. and it's just like send it off. I'm like oh. Oh fuck! It you, changes everything. You can use it as a mobile shield too. Oh yeah, I, like, I always did, would do that too. Like I'd pick something up. If it was one of the shooters, I'd like aim it so that they couldn't shoot me. I'd get up close and just like take a few shots, or I would like actually pick something up and push it against something and like actually have them fall to the ground, lay yeah. it down on them, fucking dissect them real quick. Like I, I used to use that on the guys that used to spring out like the um. Like the, the, the three, three quills. Yeah, oh, yeah, out of the top. And then instead of like actually having a battle battle them, I can just pick up another dead body or something else and like block it and then smack them, take them off guard and shoot them down. I, I think the shooting mechanics are very solid in the game. Uh, yeah. I, I, I really enjoy I, it. feels good to to use the, the guns. Uh, I like the variety yeah. that they give you two between mm-hmm. the the different guns i mean like with the uh the plasma cannon you can you know rotate it go to like vertical and horizontal which is pretty neat and then you have some like with the line gun where you can shoot mines the ripper where it's just like an extended blade or you can actually like projectile blade out as well i thought it was pretty cool with um they give you a lot of a lot of options when it came to to weaponry i did right i, I felt like the guns felt satisfying to yeah. shoot mm-hmm. like even even your base gun like i like how you can you know turn it sideways gangster style i know i'll yeah. <laughs> <Up on> gangster <laughs> style well, you just get so used to cutting off the legs and then flipping it to cut off the limb on the uh like an arm what sorry that's what i mean yeah the arms with the long yeah oh i never fl- i always did horizontal, horizontal. i just I, thought I, it was, was way same. more effective i i agree yeah mostly i would stay there but i'm just saying like you could you could easily do that mm-hmm and once you get it to the point where, like, I, I feel like, uh, like as you upgrade the plasma cutter too, there's just a point where, like, every time you hit something, a, a body part's coming off. Like, I feel like in the beginning, it's 
there's it, you could hit it and if like one of the lines is on the body it's not going to actually dissect the arm yeah you know yeah, what I mean? I know what you mean but once you get to a point like any part of that laser that hits or not the laser but you know what I mean like the, yeah. the actual reticle that gets projected if you fire and any part of that is over a limb it just comes off like I I I like that. Uh, the the G the zero G segments are I think engaging. They can be a little clunky sometimes. Like a I little kinda, bit. I kind of found found myself like I can get here, but I can't get there. Why is that? Like what? Yeah, kind of like that. And also, if you um accidentally like panic, you can get really like completely oh, yeah. disoriented. And I and I I think that's good game design. But also, it could have been a little more fluid. I I felt like some of the times when I was freaking out, it was because of the camera angle more than the actual. You know, like I feel like the camera angle would get locked on something, or like yeah. there's a lot of debris in a lot of those situations, uh-huh. and the camera would get like locked on something that's like behind you, and then you're like obscuring your view, and you're like, oh shit, I have to just blindly jump someplace, and then I'd like jump into a fucking enemy, get fucking eviscerated, like. yeah, or into like the the electricity field, and then you're electrocuted, and you're just dying like a son of a bitch. But but I I really did enjoy the like the the whole spacewalk concept it was pretty cool and now you could just like pull things with your kinesis just like out of like they're floating by and like oh i need that oh come here and just like bring them towards yourself whether it be a box and crush it open or just a random item that's floating around oh speaking of crushing stuff open i i thought the melee (laughs) like the the stomp that was like really it i felt like it was ineffective against enemies at all probably by design yeah well i think i used like the melee twice and granted like if you mash it a few times again like you can push an enemy back a little bit and then you automatically have to come over and just like grab something that's going to do some type of damage yeah so i mean it was a nice buffer but it, it was kind of almost pointless i think it's i think it's there as a joke kind of at least at least the the arm like the the arm swing, the stomp I used to I mean, open up boxes the entire still, time. It still yeah. kind of works for a second, but it, other than that, like to it literally gives you a second of separation, and then that's the only good it does through the entire game. Uh, no, uh, it's a wet noodle. It's false hope. Another reason to stomp when you come across corpses, knock off their arms and legs. There's that one enemy that will bring dead bodies back to life and then you fight it and something else with the oh, yeah. so if you yeah. stomp off the arms and legs and then it infects that thing it's it just dies automatically it just doesn't come back to life huh. right or i think it is but it's like nerfed kind of like it can't come uh, at you yeah. like full yeah. full force because you've already done a, a little bit of damage to it, it tries to but it, it doesn't have like the full effect yeah because those fuckers will come at you hard yeah they're oh, really yeah. fat like that was probably one of the scarier points. I forgot about this, but the really fast ones. Oh um, yeah, they 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 were a little much. The, yeah, the twitchy. They they would be in the distance, and you just see them coming, and then all of a sudden they're over all to like one side, and then they're right in front of your face. Like, oh fuck, dude, where's it? Oh shit! It's like right in your face. I think one of the creepiest deaths that I experienced. Uh, you know the division enemy. They're called the division, but like it's like the three separate body pieces. Yes, they're like worm things that that you first kill that thing, and then it turns into like a head. And right, I, I know. Oh, okay. did you ever get killed by the head? No, no. It's fucking creepy. 
So it, it latches onto your throat and pretty much headbutts Isaac's head off of it. And then it's the only time that Isaac actually becomes fully possessed. It turns oh. around and implants into his neck. And Isaac starts, like, limping and twitching and, like, walking oh, forward fuck. and stuff. Ooh. And it actually, like, adjusts its head with his hand. Oh, hell no. Like, oh, it's super... Jesus it's Christ. It's super fucking creepy. Like, it is... It's an intense death. Go look that one up a, on YouTube. A, a lot of the deaths are very, very intense because there's yeah. a lot of dismemberment to Isaac. And he's just screaming the entire time. But, yeah. like, that one specifically, I, just, like, it stuck with me. I don't know what movie it was, but it invoked uh, one of these, like, a horror movie. It might have been The Thing, honestly, where a guy, like, loses his head, but it's attached to his body through, like, tentacles. Yeah, it's The Thing. And, and it yeah. walks down the yeah. floor. Yeah, and it, like, walks down the floor. But at one point, he's, like, running, and it's still, like, attached to the back of his head. It might have been a space movie. I'm, 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 I, 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 space movie. <laughs> space movie. But like, it's still like attached to his head. He's like running down a hallway, and it's like his head's gone, but this thing is still like kind of attached to its like stump. Oh god. Maybe it was the thing. I okay. I don't so know. so this is from my memories when I was like seven. I saw that, and it terrified me. I had nightmares for years about it. Oh, like it, it all it, came back it up again. terrified me. <laughs> so when I saw that happen this time, that didn't happen with, with us when we played through it. But when I when it when it happened to me this time, it like fucking it really fucked with me. Really fucked Took with me. Took you right and back. I was like, like, oh, yeah, no, it was just one of those no. things I was like, oh my god, that's like straight out of like my childhood nightmares. Like and I thought that was really awesome. I, I thought that was a really cool death. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that was like super fucking creepy. Like really it's like when I died it was usually just by like stupid ways so I didn't really get to see too many of like the animated death until like the end when you're fighting you know the the mega tentacle or daddy. organic yeah tentacle daddy yeah and he just like scoops you in and then he just like bites off your arms and he's flailing you around and you think you can almost do something in like the scene. You can't do shit. And then he brings you back in and then he just like takes you off right at the torso. And then it's just he throws your legs like, oh, yeah, fuck. It's so it's like and there is like no chill with this guy. He's just like you. You're like no taking off piece by piece. Fuck you. That's freaky as shit, man. Yeah, there's there's some really good body horror in this game. There's a little mini game I didn't care for that much in the game. And it's the, the best. The asteroid shooting. Oh, yeah, me either. that's a pain I didn't in like the it. dick. Uh, you mean you didn't like killing the boss either? The no, boss that you I know. Shoot the. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was not as bad. It's with the, the asteroid shooter, though. Yeah, it's the, the same. F uh, the second time, yeah. you have to jump oh, in the. No, oh, that was fine. No, yeah. that's right. That's right. That was fine. It was just the asteroid thing. I failed it like five or six times. Oh, really? Uh, I'm glad uh, I'm not the only one. That was a real pain in the dick. You get an achievement if you keep the uh, the integrity above 50. Oh, do you? Okay. Oh, that's great. You I get, don't. Um, I don't know about did that. Did you Did you get that one? Did you? Get no, that I didn't. I got, I got close, and I was like, oh, darn, I missed it. You get a uh, the, don't get cocky kid or whatever from from Star Wars. Oh, that's amazing. No, I, I don't not. think I ever got that one either. It's not amazing. Um, you're trolling me. My favorite that boss. Amazing. Oh, okay. <laughs> my my favorite boss fight though is the when you're in the plant or the plant center. Yeah. And you yeah. have to fight the thing in the spiral that you can just kind of keep walking around the room. Oh, yeah. Uh, Leviathan. It was the giant mouth and everything. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that was that was a really good one. That was, that was a that was a still kind of a, a pain in the ass. Like it looks like a giant. It, well, 
you're not really a Star Wars fan, but it looks like a giant Sarlacc pit, pretty much. Yeah, I know. Like yeah. a little mouth in the middle. The pit of Sarlacc. Kind of yeah. Now, wondering about that, did you stay like far away, or did you try to get like as close as possible to? No, I was, fuck I was all over the room. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to move into graphics. You guys ready? Let's yeah. do it. All right, yeah. boss. Graphics. Let's talk graphics. Dark in the right places and um, scary as fuck sometimes. I don't have much to say on graphics. I, I did like the look of the game. Specifically, like I said earlier, the moments when you're outside the ship and boom, there's fucking space. Yeah. The, the vastness of it, just right there. I think the, the design of the enemies were very well done. I mean, as I expected horror game and I got horror figures like some like quick twitchies and some of like the slow moving like you you kind of had like a, a little bit of everything when it came to it i don't know why i didn't think of it in gameplay but the menu system the fact that you know you, you sort of there's no there's no menu that you can go in where you're safe oh yeah but i just like the design of the technology that's used in this and i really uh like when you just go to the shop and like the screens pop down and then everything projects like it just it's a very simple little thing i mean this game has a lot of visual things that are that are really fascinating including mm-hmm. the body horror stuff but to me like the the store like the technology in the store and the way that it unfolds and pops up like i just like that's really cool or the uh when you modify your modify your weapons and everything just like opens up and i guess i i don't know why that that's jumping jumping to a uh, the forefront uh, of my mind uh, i i like very specifically that there's no hud in the game right uh, and, and I like that you know you're you're viewing your health on his spine. Yeah. And I, I think yep. I think the design of Isaac and as you upgrade it kind of gets like a little bit different. Like I, I think that shit's cool. True. I, I I like that all of the your your ammo and all of that stuff. It feels very grounded. I think it was a very interesting design choice to go no HUD. I think it's scarier that way. I think it oh, yeah. brings you yep. into it more. I love I, I can't I cannot stress this enough. I really love the design of Isaac's mining suit and and like His the, face, the, the, helmet. The, yeah, the the armor, the the face, like the, that shit's so cool. And they like they ran with that in two. There's tons of different suits of armor that you can wear in two. Nice. I think it's fucking awesome. But like in this, just like as a base, like it's so it's so awesome. I it, the, getting back to the design of his suit, it doesn't feel very traditional at all. Like when right. it comes to like spacesuits, yeah, it actually feels kind of steampunky. It does in a way, just like the the copper tones and the metallic. Okay. Yeah, you know, and what then I mean? just yeah. fused yeah. with neon throughout yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then you just keep like building bars on bars as you just keep upgrading your suits throughout the game. That's all I had for graphics. You guys have any other points to add? Uh, maybe just that I kind of wish I got the PC version so I'd have less jaggies playing on 720p. But other than that... Oh, yeah. PC Master Race over here. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, playing on the PS3, I was like, okay, this just looks a little rough here. But for the, I realized in the moment, like for the time, like I'm playing a game that's like 10 years old. Like, this looks great for what it is as a time capsule. Oh, the game looks disgusting in, 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 in <laughs> yeah. every great way that you could imagine. Right, exactly. Ah, ah, I actually do have another thing. The um, And it made sense. You know how if you clicked the right stick, it would show you the path yeah. to yeah. go yeah. on yeah. the floor. And it was through his visor. It was like a map system built into his, I guess, his system or whatnot. So yeah. it wasn't just there as like a, 
a guide to help you. I mean, it was, but they had a... It's built in, into the A universe. narrative reason. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I thought that was kind of cool. It was nice to have that instead of just a like a directional blinker or a something blinking else. arrow or something. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's in Mass Effect. Like this, if you want to click the stick, it'll tell you which way, but there's no reason for it to be there. It's just there. Right. Yeah. So that, right. I don't know. It's, it's pretty cool that they intertwine this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Give me an old school crazy taxi arrow and I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, we're coming to the conclusion. Let's talk about the sound of the game. Ooh, let's, Music. Let's let's talk about the sound. Yeah, let's let's do that. Music. So earlier in the development section, I alluded to this. You know when you enter a tunnel. And there's just all of a sudden really crazy loud noise and you think you're going to get attacked, but there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So that sound is what drove them to try to make audio actually an enemy in the game. And what they did specifically for that sound is they went to BART, which is like r which is just local transit. And it's a train going through a tunnel at the intersection where it actually goes into the tunnel they put a microphone up and captured that sound and distorted it and made and gave it like a bio filter so that it had a more like organic train organic train sound and that's the sound that they used to like chase you out of that one room I just pictured a train of like limbs and arms. Something from San Francisco would actually be organic and would (laughs) give you feelings yeah, so like the flesh train. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Freight train of flesh. Hey, so to call my get dick. out of my pants. <laughs> God damn it. Freight train of love. Flesh plane of love. Meat train. Um but yeah, like so their use of sound to kind of like attack your senses I thought was really good. Also, did anyone uh, for me whenever you have like the objective complete or that that satisfying yeah super satisfying <laughs> very soothing i i just it it, it like it would hey, calm it... me in a moment of like chaos in the game and i thought that was really cool and i really just i think the sound design is incredible i think the neck the necromorphs sound very disgusting and, and crazy and scary and uh yeah i just i i think overall the sound design is incredible I uh, have to agree. What, High praise. Yeah. With, with the, the, the jump scares with sound as like the enemy kind of mm-hmm. thing. There was a couple times like, you know how the characters would come up on your visor monitor and just like a little imaginary screen would pop up. Yep. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they did that with the static just to actually jump scare you where just yeah. boom, they fucking flash up right yep. in front of you all of a sudden. And it's like nothing scary. It's just, hey, we got an update kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but you're not expecting it. So it takes you off guard. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you'll be like walking in a dark room, and all of a sudden, Isaac. Oh, Isaac. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Isaac, I, I need you to uh, well, get, get to the pump fuck. room and uh, and turn turn this lever. And uh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to say that the the corpses of the necromancers. Sometimes I couldn't always tell the necro- dead. No, sorry, necromorph. Not necromancer. <laughs> the necromancer. <laughs> That's something else. <laughs> um, like the okay. necrophiliacs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, I'm right here. The, the necros. Sometimes when you would kill one and you and like okay it's dead, but you walk into it, it would make sounds that would linger a little bit and would make you think oh shit is it still dead is it really dead or is it still dead or no it's it's dead right okay I just feel like like the, the actual like dead enemies 
would still make noise when you would like walk over them or through them enough that would make me second guess is it dead or isn't it you would just hear random shit, and it would just make you think is something behind me. Oh, well, there's something. There's is that really too. Not there. There's there's that too. I mean, like again, the entire sound design is is designed for tension like that. Oh yeah. Like, well, you don't I, know when the next attack is going to come, but I'm saying specifically, okay, that one's dead. I just shot it. Let me walk over to this thing over here, and then you get like an extra sound effect for when you step on it. It's like, oh shit, is it really dead? Yeah, it's you dead. have to turn around and like, oh no, okay, it's it's still there. Like, Do you guys the, know what like, I'm trying to yeah, describe? Yeah, like yeah. the like the body the thumping sound. Yeah, yeah, sound like footsteps of yeah. another one moving closer. Yeah, I totally get that. Like, it's just it's very like I don't know. Like a lot of times when you run over a body in a game, it's just like, you know what I mean? Like it's just that sound of stepping in like a wet a puddle. Like an inert thud. Yeah. Yeah. This, when the body started moving, like if you accidentally kick the body and it kept moving, you're like, oh God, there's footsteps. Something else is here. Right. Can yeah. you just body, sometimes body part, especially if you're like in the, the zero G and you just like hit something, you just hear, the fuck? And you don't know if something's like creeping up behind you or did you just kick a torso? Who knows? Uh, so Jason Graves was the game composer for cool. this. Um, I believe somebody else was partially credited, but he only came up with like some of the ideas for the music. He didn't actually compose huh. it. Strings go nuts when all the enemies are dead. And it has that classic video game trope where the music's still going. There's still an enemy out there somewhere. Oh, there. yeah. That that doesn't end. Very Resident Evil 4 in that regard. Let's hop on the train. Transport <laughs> to the next chapter. The tram. <laughs> the, the tram. Well, the can, tram. Can I can I save on the way? Can yes. You, what? Oh. you can save, save on, on the way. way. And stare at a map of the... Save it on the way. All right. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. For never playing the game before... It was nice to actually play a, a horror game. I mean, I don't. I feel like they they come up pretty seldomly for between us and the games we we review. Had a couple jump scares. It was more fun to play with all the the lights off because you never knew what was going to come around the corner. But I would say uh, very very enjoyable experience. Its mission that it wanted to accomplish was was accomplished with me. Uh, I got to say that I, I feel very similar to you Steve that um, I don't play a lot of horror games and it's very rare for me to play a game and like genuinely get scared and I played this with headphones on with the lights out and if you do that you will get exactly what you want and exactly yep. what you expect the game will will fucking terrify you and I I really gotta say I don't know why I passed on it when it was new and uh, I have a little bit of regret but um, I still really enjoyed it and I'm I'm interested in uh, in part two I understand that part three is not very good but, um, yeah, that's that's what I've heard. I've I've not I never beat two, so I didn't play three. Yeah, they knocked it out of the park, and it's just a fucking shame that EA happened again to another good studio. It happens as um, it comes to it pass. It happens. My final thoughts on the game are: I too like I I don't go out and seek a bunch of horror games. I like I know generally what the all time staples are. Of, of the horror games, you know, like Resident Evil, Silent Hill, Alone in the Dark, like stuff, st you know, like the 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 staples, like the the hardcore, like you know, Eternal Darkness. Eternal Darkness, I was gonna say. I personally think Dead Space is in that genre, and what's hard for Dead Space, I think, 
when you're comparing it is where it got its start. Getting its start on the 360 generations after something like Silent Hill and Resident Evil are so rooted. I think this is a great beginning to a really good franchise. I enjoyed playing this game. You're kind of like our horror movie or your our horror game buff. Like this is your genre. Yeah, I don't know about that. I I would say if there's an alley, I'm gonna throw it up your way. No, it's an enjoyable game. I it becomes very apparent about halfway through the game. This cyclical format. You get off the train, you fulfill this request done by your your comrades, and then you get back on the train, you move to the next area. And, and I don't think they're trying to hide that. Like. But I, I like the RPG elements, like I was talking about earlier. The I don't know, the the, the gameplay's fun and it, it's very engaging. I wish there was some dialogue with with Isaac. I, I think that is a missing element to this game. But overall, I think it was a really enjoyable experience, and uh, I'd like to actually play the rest of the franchise. Cool. I guess we're hopping into score through some zero gravity. The score. All right, who wants to go first? Actually, you know what? I'm going to go first. Whoa. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Wow. Oh, Oh, shit. Which is going to tie with Mass Effect and Uncharted 1. And Rambo. High marks. That's great. High marks. I know. (laughs) But I. So you say high marks for an 8, and then you guys trash me when I give a game a 7. You're like, oh, (laughs) it's such a shit score. No, you It depends on the game. uh, (laughs) I'm going to give it a 5. I'm going to give this 6.5, which is on to. Terms with the Donkey Kong Country <laughs> and um, Duck I don't Dynasty. Know. Yeah. All right. Eight out of ten. Pass. <laughs> I'm gonna have to give. I'm gonna have to give this a. Uh, I'm gonna give it a B. It's a very firm B. I I gotta say that I simplified my score, but my my scoring system. But like, this is this is a great game. But to me, like, you know, Red Dead Two is a is a gush, and this. Like, it just doesn't seem like it's at the same level personally. Ooh, it's just not enough me. bullet points in his score. It's, 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 like, it it's like I like. oversimplified. It's like this is a shrugush. <laughs> like, it's like right It's like right in between a shrug and a gush. It can, right. it can be a gush for different reasons. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. oh. Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, All right, gush. Yeah. That's space, gush. Are you being honest with us? Yeah, like blood gushing from your throat because you got <laughs> what it sounds like. Christ. Somebody's changing the rating system. No, after no, the no, season. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're like it. six episodes like, no. in, and all of a sudden we have a different take. My rating for this is I, I think it's worth a buy. I, I think this is a game that people should own and and play and enjoy. And yeah, I think this is a game that looks nice on the shelf and. If somebody was like, hey, look at that game. Like, I wouldn't mind talking about it Mm -hmm. for a couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wonder about this. Like, oh, let me tell you about this game. You're going to have a good time. That's how I feel about all my games. (laughs) Oh, I got some stinkers on my (laughs) shelf. You got some stinkers all around. Well, thank you again, Eric. We really do appreciate it. Thanks, Eric. Definitely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity, sir. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And I'll plug it one more time. If you want your own episode out there, check us out at patreon.com slash superfunpodcast. Patreon. 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 Cool. If you like. Yeah. No, we appreciate it. All right. Love you. Love each and every one of you. Cringy. Yeah. Go ahead. Soak it in. Hey, Harry, guess what? That means you too. Harry, look well, at I'm me. editing, right? You are. Harry, look <laughs> at me in the eyes. Harry, I love you.
Stay sexy. Stay sexy. Go fuck yourself. Sexy though. <laughs> wow. God damn. I'm editing. I'm editing. Oh, fuck. He's God. Enhance. <laughs> Increase. Enhance. Flesh train. Thanks for listening to Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Stay up to date on our Facebook at facebook.com slash superfunpodcast.